I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Valeri going back onto the track. He turns to look, and this one is off the wall. Did it go over the yellow line? It did. So Corey Seager hits it over the 410 marker in dead center. What an at-bat there. It's a three-run blast to give Texas a 5-0 lead. A quick development from the last segment during the expressway. Must listen every day, commercial free from 720 to 8. Uh, Peyton's weekend target, the sister of Atolo, trying to uh, throw him the alley-oop, uh, was listening. And she texted. Now, she made her she so, she made her account back private. So, it was private Instagram. last week. Yeah. Nice going, Bobby. And then it became public. It became public. Bobby said it became public yesterday or over the weekend. I just looked. I saw yesterday it was public. And then now it's back to being private after that segment. Very, uh, very odd. We didn't give her a real name. No. If we gave her a real name, do you know how many more followers she would have right now? Oh. It would have detonated. And then she sent you a message, Pepe. What was it? She Before said, we get to Jared Sandler. She said, I was on my way to work. Thought I'd give you a listen. And then she re- sent back another message, said, don't stress about it. You're doing great. Ask oh. her Ask oh. her if she wants us to get her some Instagram followers. Yeah. Ask uh, her if she if she, so want, no. if she wants the uh, Instagram followers. We'll see how many we can pick up for her. It'll blow up. And then Peyton <laughs> will be way left out in the way cold. Way left out in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> all, <laughs> all these Tolos be hitting her Slide up. Slide into the DMs. Slide into the right. DMs. Let's just, bring just say what I said. You'll be fine. Hey, what did you want to, what, what do you think he should write back to that? Oh, it's just tell her you want to co- ask her. You want to come celebrate National Kahlua Day with me? <laughs> Let's go drink. Kahlua. Let's go get some White Russians. Let's go, oh, I love White Russians. Let's bring in Jared Sandler, Rangers Insider, on the Diamond Factory Hotline here on 105.3 The Fan. Good morning, sir. Good morning, guys. I, it's great to have you guys out here in Arizona. <laughs> I know it's beautiful this time of year. Hey, we're blaming the Rangers. Yeah. I said we were told they can't open the facility at 3 a.m. Uh, we've well, only wait, been... hold on. Are you? What are you talking about? I saw this guy on all fours with a leash around his neck being walked by some girl. I assumed it was RJ and Sarah. Uh, 
Wow. <laughs> hey, you think that's an insult? That's a compliment and a choppy. Yeah, I know. I love having, a, having something tied around my neck. <laughs> he loves that. All right. So, what, what were the uh, what were the first escapades? The, the guys landed there last night. What, what's the, did you guys go out? Uh, who partied hard? Well, we went to a Mexican restaurant called Amigos, where on the menu it says. After the first bowl of chips and salsa, they charge three ninety nine for any refills. No, oh, that's, that's terrible. I've never heard that. So, yeah, I've never heard of that either. So we almost walked out, uh, but we uh, uh, brought us, I think, sweet talked them into to making sure we got the necessary amount of refills. Uh, <laughs> we had like a twenty five minute wait. So uh, Wolchuk and Chiafalo went on a little uh adventure to go find some some goods for themselves uh and i think they uh uh they they opened their their bag of trick and treats trick or treats uh, later that night but uh it was it was a somewhat tame night a lot of a lot of fun everyone went out except for one person uh who had a uh, me i think dawson had like a soccer meeting or something uh, and then <laughs> afterward yeah uh no no i i actually wasn't a job. i think he had like some soccer oh. you know. uh <laughs> But then we, uh, yeah, then we came back to the room, and uh, my room has a lot of space, so a few of us went and, and hung out and uh, watched the end of the, uh, the the Nuggets game. And yeah, we got a, a family dinner Wednesday, and I'm sure we'll we'll go out, you know, the other days as well and uh, have nice. some fun. Nice. All right, Paul. I miss you guys though because no one. No one partied. I, I don't know that I had as much fun with anyone as I had with you and RJ when you guys would come out. Uh, oh, I appreciate No, I'm that. serious. Sean, Sean, would, Sean would drink uh, <laughs> and somehow turn it around for a show at 3.30 or 4.30, and <laughs> RJ would hang out on the couch and watch TV, and we'd you know, shoot the you-know-what, and uh, yeah. I miss you guys. Oh, love you, man. Appreciate that. Poll question before we get into all these baseball changes. Who do you trust more at the end of a game, <laughs> Jason Kidd or Mike McCarthy? So when I first saw that question this morning, I thought it said Jason Kidd or Mike Bassick, uh, which I think would also be an interesting question. But uh, <laughs> uh, I think I go with Mike McCarthy. I don't think Jason Kidd has any clue what to do at the end of games. And even last year when I thought he did a good job overall, uh, the Mavs basically relied on Luka to hit a 30-foot shot. And if he did, which he did a few times, it was great. Uh, but there was no organization. They didn't seem like they had a plan. Uh, so I, I think it's the lesser of two evils, uh, but I'll go with, with Mike McCarthy. And if I may, uh, just some quick thoughts from yesterday's Mavs game. First of all, I think Jason Kidd would love to coach like the 2003 Pistons. He clearly <laughs> just wants guys who can play defense and he doesn't have a clue what to do with guys who uh, really struggle, but that's, not all his fault because that's the roster they constructed. You know, people were upset they lost to the Lakers, and I know the Lakers haven't had a great year, but the Lakers would beat the Mavs in a best-of-seven series. I, I, they might even win it in five games. And I, Whoa. I, I'm i not as emotional as Basic, but I, I love the Mavs just as much as Basic, so it pains me to say this. But the, Ma- the, the Mavs roster is a great fantasy basketball roster, uh, but it's not a roster that's going to make a run in the playoffs. They have, you got to have at least, like, two or three of these things. you got to have – uh, a big who can be a force either offensively or defensively. They don't have that. You got to have guys who ju- like who are who should get thirty plus minutes who are two way players, and they got guys who will play thirty plus minutes who maybe can contribute a little bit on both ends. But they're not guys who you look at and like, yeah, that's a guy who should be averaging thirty two minutes a game. They don't have two way players. They don't really have guards who you want out there for extended periods of time who can keep guys from getting into the paint, uh, and they don't have depth and. 
if you can find me a team that has had success in the NBA playoffs without that stuff, uh, then I'll, I'll raise my right hand and tell you guys, you know what? You're right. Uh, that's, that's not required to have success, but the Mavs have none of those things. Uh, and they're going to be maybe one and done. If not one and done, they'll win one series and that's it because this is not a team that is built to have any level of success in the playoffs. Ooh. You look at the Lakers, that second half, they turn things on defensively. The Mavs just don't have the ability to do that. The sports obsessed Jared Sandler bringing it here on the home of the Rangers. You get to start with what to pick with Rangers weekend recap or the changes for the sport opening impressions. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I'll do the changes for the sport because that's you know obviously the the biggest story in in yeah. baseball, and I mean I think uh, you know one of the, the bigger stories in sports uh, over the last few days, and I love it. Uh, you know, yesterday the Rangers. You're not going to be old curmudgeon-y that, guy like stop tricking up my, the sport I fell in love with. Um, well, stop screwing up America's pastime. No, because this isn't the, what we've watched the last five to ten years. Isn't what people no, fell in no. love with. Yep. You know th- that that's what people are getting wrong. People are saying, oh, you're uh, you know, you're, you're, you're changing the sport. Uh, you're, you're, you're turning into something that it's, it's never been. And that's, that's a lie. You're just returning it to what it was the last five to 10 years, games taking, you know, three plus hours on average. That that's not what the sport was. That wasn't what the sport was when it was the most popular spectator sport in America. Uh, and, and you're still playing nine innings. There's still, you know, 27 outs aside or, or 24, you know, depending on which team wins. Uh, that's not change. You're not starting with a one-one count. You're not you're not tricking the sport up. Uh, you're just playing games that uh, have more action in less time. And yesterday's game uh, that the Rangers played against the Guardians would have taken three hours and thirty minutes last year. It took about two forty-nine yesterday. Uh, they've played two games right around two and a half hours already. It, it's it's the uh, I, I retweeted a tweet from John Boy of James Karinchak who pitches for the Guardians. Actually got called for a pitch clock violation yesterday. And it showed exactly why he stood on the mound. He like scratched his balls four times. He threw the ball up in the air like seven times. Uh, and then the pitch clock ran out and that's not baseball. I don't think anyone enjoys watch. Like that's you want to watch guys stand around for seven hours and do nothing. Go watch cricket. I've, I've, I've watched cricket wow. before. My dad's, you know, my family's from South Africa. That's people stand around for most of the time. It's not that exciting. I promise you. Mm. Uh, but you want to watch, uh, you want to watch guys who, you know, are, are there's more action in less time than watch baseball uh, or, or then watch this version of baseball compared to uh, the last version. This isn't the NBA. This isn't the NHL. You're not going to have as much consistent action uh, in two and a half, two hours, 15, whatever it is. Uh, but you're also not going to have 30 minutes of, of dead time like baseball has had in recent years. So I think this is a huge win for the sport. Is it the only thing they need to do to regain popularity? Absolutely not. But I think it will uh, certainly drives some interest back into the sport because now you don't have to sit through a three-and-a-half-hour game where uh, people are just standing around for 40 unnecessary minutes that drags out the game. Sandler, I, I loved it as well. Um, are there any adjustments they need to make to how they're doing it? Like, I hated the end. I hate, you know, For all it's good, I hated that a game ended uh, the way it did in that Sox-Braves game. I, I, like, you know, at the end of the day, you don't want to ruin the ending for the fans and, you know, 3-2 two outs, runners on, like, that's just not how I want a game to end. Like, are there any adjustments that they could make to this to make it better? Yeah, well, I'll tell you, RJ, I love the way that game ended, and I hope it happens 10 more times this spring so that it doesn't happen in the regular season. Uh, the data shows that over the last two years in the minors, it took about a month for players to adjust, but they didn't have spring training uh, to their benefit. So that month hopefully is spring training and not the regular season. 
a rules are rule. You know, if mm-hmm. a guy box with a runner at third and two outs in the ninth inning of a tie game, you don't just say, hey, ah, you know what? I don't want the game to end like this, so we'll let that slide. This is a rule. Like, that's, yeah, that's but in a world, what if it's game seven of the World Series? I, I mean, yeah, that would suck, but follow the rules. I mean, that, that's what people need to get in their head. This is a rule. This is not a mm-hmm. suggestion. Yeah, would that be an awful way to end the World Series? Absolutely. A hundred percent. And what I will say, one thing that I love is that umpires have the discretion to uh, delay the start of the clock, like in emotional situations. Mm. All right. So if you've got a, a bases loaded situation in the bottom of the ninth game, seven of the World Series, uh, the umpires, they don't have to rush the clock. And I think you're going to see that in the playoffs. I think you're going to see more leeway from the umpires. They're not going to let guys, you know, go without a clock, but they might not start the clock right away. But when you have runners on, it's 20 seconds. That's plenty of time. It should not take you 20 seconds to throw a pitch. The one thing that talking to players who like the rule changes, like the pitch clock, they said, you know what, I wonder if we can make 15 seconds, 17 seconds. And that's the clock with no runners on, 15 seconds. So, uh, you know, I, I spoke to Jonah Heim yesterday. Jonah, you know, as a catcher, obviously has a lot of responsibility, and he's very much impacted by this because he's got to get on the same page with the pitcher. And he said 20 seconds is fine. Runners on 20 seconds, that shouldn't be a problem. Uh, but, you know, a few players have said, you know, I wonder if 15 seconds can be 16 or 15 can be 17. So, I mean, I, I, listen, guys, I hope that games don't end that way. I don't like uh, I don't like the possibility that a game might end that way. But it's also a rule. And you can't you can't pick and choose when you're going to apply that rule if you want it to be effective. That's why, you know, the minor leagues have had a clock for seven years. The first five years, they didn't really enforce it that you know, that tightly and the game times didn't change. So if you set the precedent of you're going to pick and choose when to enforce it, then all of these changes are going to be all for naught. Jared, uh, Nathan Evaldi pretty much solidified himself as a Cy Young contender uh, over the weekend. <laughs> just, just looked fantastic. Uh, just in general, your impressions, I guess, of Evaldi and, and the the staff as a whole, how they've looked uh, through these first couple spring training games, anybody who's stood out and been impressive. Well, you know, it's tough to judge through just a few games, but I'll tell you. Well, screw uh, me then, yeah, sorry. No, 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 no. I, I, I'll, I'll, it's, it's, a, it's a fair <laughs> question, right? Because uh, this is the first time we've seen Nathan Avaldi in a Rangers uniform pitching a game. And I, I, Jonah Heim caught him. I'll give Jonah a second mention here this segment. And Jonah said that's the best split finger he's ever caught. Uh, and, you know, there aren't a ton of guys who throw split fingers. And so I think that's almost to Nathan Avaldi's advantage because it's not a pitch that, guys see a lot of you know as, as tough as any pitch is the more that uh, a batter sees that pitch you know the, the better opportunity they have to adjust there just aren't a lot of guys who really throw split fingers the way Nathan Evaldi does and it was really impressive watching him work the velocity was there which was great you know he hit 98 99 on the radar gun will he be able to do that over six and seven innings as opposed to two you know I don't know we'll see but he definitely looks sharp uh, John Gray was really good yesterday uh, but my biggest takeaway from you know from uh from Nathan Avaldi and John Gray is just like, you think of who the Rangers are going to roll out. All right. So it's Avaldi, Gray, obviously DeGrom, you got Martin Perez, who's an all-star and then Andrew Heaney guys last year when John Gray was hurt, if Martin Perez did not, or if the Rangers did not win the game that Martin Perez started, they were going to have a heck of a time winning the next four games until he started again. That's not going to be a problem for the Rangers this year. They've got a lot more depth. And uh, I think John Gray guys, if, if you told me all five pitchers gave you 25 plus starts, uh, I think John Gray is the second best pitcher on this team. Uh, and I just think that he's kind of getting overshadowed by all the moves to the rotation, including, of course, the big addition of Jacob DeGrom. So, uh, you know, it's been fun to watch, and it's just exciting knowing that 
you know, every single game the Rangers go out there, you know, as long as these guys are healthy, they're going to have a pitcher who very well might be the better pitcher in the starting pitching matchup, which was rarely the case last year. There's a point in August uh, last year, early August, where it looked like Jose Leclerc might not ever turn it around again. And then he finished really, really strong to close out the season, uh, had his first outing. How's he looking? Yeah, you know, he looked he looked good. The velocity was up, and I think he'll be the closer to start the year. Uh, he's going to leave the team here shortly uh, and go pitch for the Dominican and the WBC. Uh, and I think that actually might be to his advantage because he's not a starting pitcher. Uh, and so, you know, you're not really worried about him logging too many innings or being rushed. And it's actually going to put him in a position where uh, he's going to throw in some high leverage situations, some emotional situations. And so, you know, that might prepare him a little bit better to take on some high leverage situations early in the year. Uh, Jonathan Hernandez and Brock Burke, maybe even Ian Kennedy, uh, you know, are, are guys who could be candidates to, to get some high leverage innings uh, to start the season. But uh, I think that Jose Leclerc's likely the guy to be the closer uh, when the year begins. And, you know, he looked good the other day. Uh, he got some uncomfortable reactions from hitters. And uh, you can maybe take a little bit more away from guys who are pitching in the WBC because they're usually a little bit ahead of schedule. You know, they're, they're trying to be a little more competitive in their outings. Uh, and uh, it was it was definitely good seeing Leclerc do his thing, and he finished the year strong, which I think was also a good sign. Just getting further and further away from his injury. Thank you, brother. We appreciate it, and we look forward to uh, much, much more. Wish we were uh, out there hanging, and we'll catch up on the radio. Sounds good, guys. I'll see you guys later. Jared Sandler, Rangers insider on the Diamond Factory Hotline. The most bizarre story of the weekend having to do with a former Cowboy. What's up with Byron Jones? And this guy's being blocked from buying the Commanders in the NFC East. It's all next, right here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
840 this morning. We'll go below the belt as Bobby brings Jalen Ramsey to the Dallas Cowboys. It's Sean and RJ here on 105 through the fan. By the way, Jared Sandler's Ranger appearance from Surprise brought to you by Sonic. Mm, good. <laughs> there you go. There you go, Sonic. There's your new commercial. Uh, there it is. So all the fellas out there in Surprise uh, to start off the Ranger spring training coverage on your home of your favorite baseball team. All right, what is going on? With Byron Jones. Mm, This was very, very weird. As we're sitting here, I'm trying to figure out ways to bring Byron back to the Cowboys. Need some cornerback help? Hey, let's go ahead and do it. Well, Byron Jones suggested that he ain't playing football anymore. As over the weekend, he sent out the tweets basically warning other players not to play. Basically, stay away. Don't take the stuff that they give you in the league. Always check with others. Here are the exact messages. Much has changed in eight years. Because someone had sent the long jump highlight from Byron eight years ago. It was the NFL. Oh, it was the NFL. It was the NFL's official account, at NFL on Twitter. Uh, Just call UConn's Byron Jones, Mr. Broad Jump, NFL Combine. And it was 11 feet, 6 inches. But what they did was they put two Mini Coopers together. The car... That's how long his broad jump was. That is also the original tweet that was sent out eight years ago. So he went and sought that old tweet out to like, hey, I want to show y'all how far I've come. And he wrote, much has changed in eight years. Today, I can't run or jump because of my injuries sustained playing this game. Do not take the pills they give you. Do not take the injections they give you. If you absolutely must, consult an outside doctor to learn the long-term implications. It was an honor and privilege to play in the NFL, but it came at a regrettable cost I did not foresee. In my opinion, no amount of professional success or financial gain is worth avoidable chronic pain and disabilities. Godspeed to the 2023 draft class. Wow. So we're like, there's Byron Jones going after the NFL, and then Barry Jackson in Miami reported that he's not retiring despite the messages. Yeah, and, you know, look, there were, they had a cleanup surgery on his Achilles in his ankle in March of last year. It wasn't torn. They thought he was going to be ready within a couple of months and a full go for training camp. And it got to the point where he didn't even play at all. They kept putting push back and back and back the timeline for him to return. And that may have been the first kind of indication that something was up. I am, listen, he is absolutely right. This is the game they play. The game is a killer. I do not envy, like, I I am jealous of the money, but I do not envy the lives of pain for many of these guys they have to deal with. And, you know, Byron's, uh, like, when his career is over, he's going to be fine. He's a smart guy. He'll probably go into (laughs) politics. Maybe not physically. Right, but I'm talking about, like, financially, he'll go into politics. He'll have, like, he, he is not one of these guys that needs needs the league like he doesn't need this like he's gonna like i said he's probably gonna go into politics or something um but dude like you can't say it came quote it came at an incredible cost i didn't foresee like you didn't know the nfl (laughs) playing football was gonna lead to lifelong injuries like that's that's pretty well documented right as charlie sheen says you should have read the label before you showed up the party like you know what you were getting into it's just so odd because then all the reports come out 
you know, where it's like, oh, no, he's not retiring. But, but it's like, how can you read this anything else, any other way other than he says, I can't run or jump. He then, like, basically tells everybody whatever pills or injections these NFL training staffs are trying to give you, don't get, don't take them, which is a sign to teams, hey, if I'm there, I'm not going to take what your medical staff's trying to give me to make me play. Yeah. This so is the worst sell job to sign on with another team in NFL history. It was an honor and privilege to play in the NFL, but it came at a re- regrettable cost I did not foresee. So, I mean, like, so much of it, he talks about chronic pain and disabilities. All of that are signals that you're not a guy who wants to play anymore. Like, do you think he refused to play this year? Like, he could, like, because that surgery he had in March, it, like they said, it should have been ready to go by the by training camp. Some people had suggested that on the Miami beat, that he, him not practicing, not playing was him saying that he's not going to. Very bizarre. Very. Would this make you rule out wanting to bring him in if he's still trying to play? He's blasting the organ. He's going to put you on blast. By the way, another Miami Dolphins investigation, possibly. Another Miami Dolphins medical issue. Is it an indictment on the Dolphins, or is it an indictment on the NFL's wave handling, or is it an indictment on both organizations he's played for? Is this an indictment also on Dallas? Let's get him on an ass. You have a number for Byron? I'll find one. I can find one. They're going to find it. Um, Look. I don't have it yet, Would I take him here? Yeah, I mean, like, the the issue is how available is he? The Cowboys aren't. The the Cowboys got rid of Amari Cooper, who played because he didn't practice enough. Because he was always a little bit hurt. I can't imagine they would bring Byron Jones in, a guy who refused to play last year, if if he refused to play. Or a guy who won't take pills or, or injections to... To stay healthy or or to, or to get ready for the game. That's the dirty little secret of the NFL, and it's not really even a secret, is that they put guys out there who aren't healthy. They they inject them, get the swelling down, make sure you can't feel anything in there. So they do. There was a, uh, I don't want to name players. Name names. No, I, I can't. Name them. Like, I legitimately, I don't think I legally Dak can. Dak Prescott. Uh, no, but there was, like, I know there was a player that fell out of the draft a couple of years ago. Um because of the, and I don't remember which one, there was some painkiller that he was being injected with in college that then NFL staffs were like, somebody with a, a who's gotten these painkillers, we, do, we don't feel comfortable doing it. So, I mean, I know there is some level for the NFL where they're like, no, we're not going to do those things, but yeah, th- th- he is not the first player. Byron Jones is not the first player, obviously, in recent years who's come out and said, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has famously said it, that just all these things that they shoot you up with, all these pills that they make you take. And it's, look, you can see it in the background. I'm not giving up any secrets. You can see in the background in locker availability. Sometimes you'll see like a little cut behind the player's head and it's just, it's there. It's what they're supposed to take to, to get through pain management or whatever. Mr. XFL, Peyton Russell, <laughs> went and got some audio clips. What you should do a viral XFL game. The girl? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what he was suggesting. You have season tickets? No, no, just single game uh, tickets. Okay. This is Guardians head coach Terrell Buckley throwing his entire team under the bus while they were getting their ass kicked. Welcome back to Orlando here with Coach Buckley. Coach, how do you change this momentum? We got to get different guys in there. Obviously, we got, I got guys out there that are not competing, that are not making plays. So we got to get people in there, young men that want to play. They want to compete and make plays. I just saw you walk up and down this sideline and look some guys in their faces. What did you see out of your team? I'm seeing guys not performing. Look at the scoreboard. They got to perform. That wasn't bad. They lost 30 to 12. Could have been worse. My favorite thing in the world, and, and you can catch it usually once a week, is when somebody's talking about a completely different subject on G-Bag, 
and it triggers a memory to Broadus from his scouting career that he just absolutely regrets. And Terrell Buckley is the one that I always go to because there was one time a discussion on GBAC just about somebody had said something about Michael Irvin and it said, you couldn't guard Irvin. And then Broadus just goes, he was tough for sure. Terrell Buckley had a lot of problems with him. But Terrell was really small. He was too small. We shouldn't have drafted him. We took him fifth overall. And he just starts like going like just feeling sick. Like, to, a discussion like, about Irvin just starts going, oh my gosh, Terrell Buckley was so small. Why did we draft him? We could have won another Super Bowl if I just post, didn't draft him. It's like post-traumatic wow. draft symptom. It, it does. Yeah, it, it triggers something for him. Fifth overall, man. Fifth overall, 5'10", corner. He was he was small. And then one more clip. Uh, who is this, Peyton? Uh, the Guardians quarterback, yes, DeAndre, DeAndre. Francois, mm-hmm. tells his lineman, Did, "Are you are you just fake uh huh me so you don't have to say the name?" Yeah, okay, exactly. <laughs> it is Francois. I know uh, that. Yes, uh, DeAndre Francois telling his lineman to shut up in the huddle. All right, tight. Act two, hot. All right, tight. Belly left. Act two. Still belly left. Shut the. Yo, listen. Act two hot. On one on one. Ready? Nothing worse than when an offensive lineman suggesting a play call. Was, oh, man. That was the lineman. <laughs> Francois like, shut up. Florida State, huh? Mike. Yeah. Florida State and then Hampton. Mike Florio, pro football talk, saying Jeff Bezos is out. Dan Snyder's ruling him out from the commander build. Uh, bid, bid, excuse I, I, me. I, I, you know, like, how much does the does the other do the other? other oh, God, I can't even talk. How much do the other owners in the league have a say in who he sells to? Good question. I don't know. Like, but if Bezos is going to be the top bidder, the other owners not say, hey, hey, I, hey, I, hey, I, hey. I don't think he was the top bidder, according to Florio, but basically Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post. The Washington Post, since I was in college, has been destroying Dan Snyder and trying to push him out. And because of Snyder's bitterness, he has eliminated Bezos from someone he wants to sell to. So Tillman Fertitta has entered the mix. The current owner of the Houston Rockets. I think he has a reality show as well. So Tillman Fertitta enters the fray, and Bezos has been blackballed by Dan Snyder through the process. Yeah, I don't think, to your point, I don't think they can make him take an offer that he wouldn't, but they will definitely block his buyer if he picked one. So they could just make it really difficult. Like, Dan, look, if you're if you're not going to sell gonna to prove. him, then we're not going to prove this guy. And so you can do that. The, the line from Florio that I think is a little interesting and would terrify me if I'm a Commanders fan. He says in there talking about the pettiness of not selling to Bezos. He says, it's stupid in my opinion. It's petty in my opinion. It's quite possibly a pretext for not selling the team at all, in my opinion. Oh, my, like you say, I can't, find like, a, look, ah, I can't find a bar there. Like, oh, yeah. my gosh. Do you know how? That'd be great for us. We, when we went to, when I, we were in yeah. Washington for week 18, well, there was so much optimism in the air genuinely for that fan base. You could sense it of just like last game of Snyder, baby. We, we made it. We're through. We're done with this. If they if this is all just a Lucy pulling the football back, they are going to be oh, devastated. 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 It'll be hilarious. Uh, Russell Wilson, by the way, late in our show Friday, said the report of him calling for the GM and head coach in Seattle, John Schneider and Pete Carroll to be fired is false. Russ tweeted, I love Pete. He was a father figure to me. And John believed in me and drafted me as well. I never wanted them fired. All any of us wanted was the win. I'll always have respect for them and love for Seattle. So that's danger. Danger. Saying the report from The Athletic is not true. I like to call him Russet Wilson. 
personally. That's mine. That's is my, that your new nickname? Yeah, it's your a, new nickname. I, yeah, I gave him that nickname. Dude, see, he, he, he took, the, took the putter away. Now he's just gonna do that. <laughs> if I, I if I had my putter, if I had my putter, you'd get courtesy laughs, Sean. You get <laughs> you get so much out of me. I got rid of that stupid putter in the commercial breaks that took away from the show's focus. I want my binky, Sean, RJ, and Bobby <laughs> here on DFW Sports Station. Last week, he gave us a Bobby Wagner Cowboys presentation. Today, we're going to do it to get Jalen Ramsey on America's team next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rest, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Don't make me take off my belt. Howdy, gentlemen. Would you like Jalen Ramsey to be a Dallas Cowboy? Thinking about it, I'd like to have the conversation. I I think I'm going to lean against it. This comes down to how much has he dropped off? I can justify two second-round picks. I can justify a second and a third if that's what it costs. I can maybe justify giving him the new contract, but how close is he to the term shutdown, which I take very seriously. He's really, really good. Uh, The issue is going to be that he's going to cost you draft capital and he's going to cost you a lot of money. So in terms of the financial impact, the Cowboys would essentially be trading. Let's pull up Jalen Ramsey's deal. Because they're talking about, the Rams are talking about trading him. Mm-hmm. They are in blow it up mode. Last week, we had the Bobby Wagner conversation. Now, this weekend, Tom Pelissero said Jalen Ramsey. Uh, Florio said, get ready to pay him another deal. And his player grade from PFF, just so you know, is an 86 from last year. Very good. 
So right. he so he signed a contract extension with the Rams back in 2019, I believe it was, and that was a five year, hundred million dollar extension. And his, the, what's remaining left on his deal right now, the Cowboys would basically be trading for a. Realistically, it's a one year, seventeen million dollar deal. What's left on it is three years and fifty five million. That's eighteen point three million over the next three years. Highest paid corner in the NFL right now is Jair Alexander at twenty one a year. So. You're getting near top of the market money, not quite, and and you're getting one of the better corners in the NFL, even if he's declined a little bit. But his $17 million salary for 2023 fully guarantees on March 20th. So that's coming up here just in a few weeks. After that, the Cowboys would be free of guarantees if they had traded for him. So the money that's left on the contract after that, the remaining, whatever that is, the $38 million that's left on the deal is non-guaranteed. They could walk away from it be completely fine the problem is that he wants a new deal in all likelihood and not only does he want a new deal who's negotiating that deal sean D- rj D- david mulligetta david mulligetta and he is he is the he is a shark he is the best agent in the game he's the one who negotiated deshaun watson's fully guaranteed 230 million dollar deal he is uh a couple Micah's years ago agent? Uh, Micah's agent yeah when they talked about the safety market being dead a couple years ago um, he was the one who revived it and started getting guys like Kevin Byard paid and Buda Baker and different guys like that. He is he is basically a monopoly on the safety market in the NFL. But he's also the one who got Jalen Ramsey facilitated out of Jacksonville and got him a brand new deal with the Jaguar or, or with the Rams. So he's going to want a new deal, and so trading for him would mean an extension. So if you look at what he'd want. I'm guessing he'd want to be paid somewhere in the range of the top corner in the NFL. 20 a year. 20 to, yeah, you're probably looking at 20 to 22, something like that, 2023. And he would likely want it pretty much the next three years guaranteed is what I would guess. Oh. So that would mean you'd need to pay him out 60 to $70 million in cash over the next three years. Mm. And that's a really difficult range for the Cowboys to get into for to get a reasonable cap figure out of it like last week I showed you 29 in October yes and so last week I showed you guys with Bobby Wagner it could be done where you could pay him near top of the market value you could pay him uh you know basically guarantee the contract that he thought he was going to get with the Rams that's now being walked away from and how you could do that without it ever really costing you a ton on the cap you could get away with it for two seasons at six million a pop so this is a lot more difficult to do with Jalen Ramsey. Wait, we, we, chart time? We're going to put the chart up? I, I don't have the chart because I thought the chart was a little too numbers heavy last week. But the best they can hope for in all likelihood would be a five-year deal with a really large signing bonus that would give Ramsey cap numbers in the 12 to 14 range the first couple years of the deal with a $20 million figure in the third year. So imagine he were to sign a deal that let's say is five years you rip up the current contract sign him for five years 105 million that's 21 million a year you give him 66 million guaranteed so he gets that and it's all in the first three years and then you give him a 50 million dollar signing bonus oh. so that 50 million dollar signing bonus comes out to a prorated charge on the salary cap of 10 million a year on top of his salary so you give him a salary of 2 million next year so his cap hits 12. You give him four million in 2024. His cap hits 14. Then you give him 10 million in 2025. He comes out at a 20 million dollar cap charge, and then you would hope to walk away 
when those non-guaranteed years came in at 2026 and 2027, which would be for roughly 19 million a year on those two years. But when you release him after the third year, you accelerate the remaining $20 million of cap charges that are there. I'm already confused. 877-881-1053 to vote on whether the Cowboys should go get Jalen Ramsey. Kevin Gray tweeted this out over the weekend. This is Jalen back with the Pivot Podcast. And we have a Minnesota story to tell after this with Jalen Ramsey in a restaurant. Mr. Jalen Ramsey on what he was thinking while being drafted. So Chargers, they wanted me to play safety, though. And even though I didn't really want to play safety, I just wanted to be the first defensive player off the board. Right. That's where I wanted to initially go, just because of that simple fact. Because at the time, that was like before Miles, the, the uh, report came out that Miles Jack knee was hurt because he was in that conversation, too. It was like right. Miles Jack, Jalen Smith, Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey Bosa and myself mm-hmm. were like in that conversation. Who's, who's going to be the first defensive player taken off the board? And I just wanted to be. That, that was really the only reason. But if it didn't happen, I'm like, yo, I always grew up a Dallas Cowboys fan, really, like Titans and Cowboys. Right. So if I go forward, that's going, man, that's like for real dream come true. And uh, I remember when I was at, um, when I was on my visit to Dallas, they told me, um, like straight up to my face, like, if you there at four, we taking you. It was like, we don't think you're going to be there at four. They said, we, we think they're going to get you at three. But if you're there at four, if you're on that board, we taking you. Mm-hmm. And I thought where it was Bond, I'm like, I'm gone then. If I'm there at four, I'm there. So we were in a, it was like a Benihana type restaurant. I was out there that night. Oh, you weren't? No, it was in Minneapolis. So my college roommate was in, he lives there. So okay. I was, we were getting drinks or something like that. Up in Benihana, Han, eating all the wontons. So we're at dinner. And Jalen Ramsey walks by. This is in the inside the Mall of America in Minneapolis. And Jalen Ramsey walks by, and we yell out, come to the Cowboys. Come sign in Dallas. And he whips his head back around and basically says, they had their chance. And I was like, oh, oh, he a dog. He's bitter. He remembers. And he was bitter. And he was ticked off to the Cowboys. He said, I thought word was Bond. And he grew up a Cowboy fan. And he whipped his... Isn't it amazing that even a player today grew up a Cowboys fan? From what? Based on what? And when you were growing up, they were they were, they were were awful. They were terrible. But Jalen Ramsey whipped his head around, and he was like, nope, they had their chance, and walked right out the restaurant. And he told Mina Kimes in 2018, he said, I will never play for the Cowboys unless the Joneses leave. And so, I don't... That doesn't say... I mean, he didn't say <laughs> it as explicitly there in March when he was talking to the Pivot, but that still sounds like a guy who's... Holding Upset. a grudge. Yeah. He'll, now, he'll, he'll, he'll go where he's paid. And that's the thing. So, you, you know, he could absolutely make that. And maybe he would want to. That might be advantageous to to David Mulugeta to say, let me get Micah and Jalen together and they can link up and be buddies. So that's the cost of the contract. If you were to do that in terms of compensation, I'm guessing the Rams are going to ask for a first, but I wouldn't pay that. So it's funny. You mentioned earlier, these simulators that you're looking at, they suggest his value might be two twos or a second and a third. I, it's funny. When I was typing this out yesterday and looking at the history, I thought second and a third is what should do it. So if you look at some of the recent corner trades that have gone down, this might give you an idea of what's fair compensation. So April of last year, the Browns traded Troy Hill, who's a decent corner, to the Rams for a fifth-round pick. Okay? Troy Hill's 31. October of 21, the Patriots 
who was Stefan Gilmore, who was in his 31 season at the time, to the Panthers for a sixth round pick. Six. The ones that are a little closer, Jalen Ramsey is entering his age 29 season. These are the last three bigger name corners to get traded around 29. September of 2021, Bradley Roby got traded from the Texans to the Saints for a third and a conditional sixth. Mm. March 2020, the Jaguars traded A.J. Boye, who was 29, to the Broncos for a fourth round pick. And then March 2020, the Lions traded Darius Slay when he was 29 to the Eagles for a third and a fifth. So when you consider Mm. he's better than all three of those guys were at the time, but they all fetched roughly around a third rounder and maybe something a little more, you elevated a little bit more to Jalen Ramsey. And I think you can say second and a third round pick, I think is fair value. And maybe two twos. If I could do, yeah, maybe two twos. You you could you could talk me into that too. But I wouldn't give up a first for him. But if you tell me a second and a third for him, and he doesn't want an extension, which he does. But if you if told me <laughs> if you told me I could just do the second and the third and pay him for one year seventeen million and then evaluate if I want to keep him or not, I'm probably down for this. Oh, but for one year, yeah, yeah that's a lot for a rental. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm out, man. Like, just I, I would much rather have. Like the picks. Oh, I want the picks. Cheap I also picks. want like you know if, if you let's say say you get Jalen Ramsey and you pay him Jalen Ramsey kind of money, which is what he's gonna want. So eighteen to twenty something million a year. Twenty to twenty three probably. Okay, even worse. So now you're 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 throwing all that cost in there. You're gonna have to take it away from somewhere else. Like defense, we've we've talked about like it. Well, they need corner. You, they do need corner, but and they, it's more important let, to have no holes in your defense than have stars in your defense. Let me let me yeah, present it cor- to you this way. Then you don't have to give up a second rounder. You don't have to give up any draft capital at all. What if you just say we don't want to pay Diggs? We'll swap you Diggs for Ramsey, and we'll pay Ramsey. Well, no, but because you're talking about age, there's an age gap. You're not going to pay there, a 30 year old corner there, 18, 20 million dollars. There a year. is an age gap, but if you're just talking about doing a three year thing, and you're not getting involved in a five year contract for Diggs or whatever else, and you have your questions about who would you rather have just in a vacuum, Diggs or Ramsey? Ramsey. Ramsey. Okay. So given where he's at, I mean, I don't think there's no, this. The answer is no. Darius Slay is playing good ball still. He's 31, 32. Mm. He's he'll be 32 next year. Ugh. Ramsey is better than Slay. Ramsey is 20. somebody who. Did start to go down a little bit last year. But, Diggs is 24. Uh, yeah, so next year will be his age 25 season. But he's, I, I mean, I would not make that deal. I, I'd rather have Diggs. What are the Tolos saying? 877-881-1053. And then tomorrow I may have everyone put in order, the Rams in order, that you would want or not want between Ramsey, Wagner, Odell. All the former Rams, maybe for tomorrow. 903, Ramsey not worth it. Uh, 903, yes, get him. It's your greatest need. Use draft capital. See, here, here's the other factor in this. And, Bobby, you might you can you can walk out and try to find the putter. <laughs> I'm now convinced, Choppy, I have to win this thing with with better defense for Dak Prescott. I have to overcome Dak Prescott. Well, that, that what you need then is you need to boost the <laughs> offense, the weapons around him. Not the defense. If you spend spending money on the defense, is is a difficult proposition because you can't. It's not controllable. Like defense I'm, isn't controllable. I, I might need the offense San, is. I might need a San Francisco defense if, if I want to win the Super Bowl. I don't. I don't. I don't trust that. I'm, I don't trust my quarterback's going to win the final. If you don't trust your quarterback, then your first pick should be a wide receiver. Uh, you, you you continue to boost the offensive line. You get another third wide receiver. Somewhere else, if you don't or like Michael Gallup, or an elite tight end, or a really good tight end, 
you know, boosting the offense mm. is a much greater chance of leading the wins than boosting the defense. Because even still, as good as this defense is, he's still got to throw it. He, can, I mean, I can, anybody I can, can throw it to three wide receivers. I can give you. No, that's not true. I can give you tonight. Then, then, then I can you give, know what? I can give you a fillet, and I can give you lobster, and I can give you asparagus, and you can still screw it up. Uh, well, I can't. I got a, <laughs> I got a meat thermometer now. Uh, <laughs> yes, well, but, uh, to the dark side. <laughs> but 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 if you can't, if you can still screw it up, then the answer's simple: your first round draft picks quarterback. Final hour, Sean, RJ, and Bobby. That is below the belt. Did Jason Kidd call out Luca after the Laker comeback? Next. Let's get that carpet clean. Cleanway, Greenway, Zero Resway, RJ Choppy Fan Special. Three rooms pre-treated, clean, and sanitized for 99 bucks. Uh, they're also going to kick in a free room of protectant. Yeah, you know what that protectant's going to do? It's going to keep the, the tile like cleaner longer. It's going to be a ceiling coat down on the tile. You're going to get it taken care of at Zero Res. Best carpet cleaner in the industry. Without question, uh, they don't use soaps. They don't use chemicals. Uh, they don't do any of that stuff. You're going to get your carpet professionally clean from Zero Res, the best in the industry, and you can do it with the RJ Choppy Fan Special. Also, ask about the Clean Air Special, how they will assume the ventilation system in your home. Bacteria mold spores up there in the attic air duct unit. Get that taken care of every three to four years, the carpet every single year. Tile with it. They're going to do upholstery and hardwoods this year. I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh, get it over from Zero Res right now. 214-37-CLEAN. 214 214- Three seven clean two one four three seven two five three two six or zerosdallas.com. Spell backwards or forwards. Spells the same as zero res. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.